0: Welcome back to Live Mike. Here's a question I have. How much money has been made by former Washingtonians writing uh, negative things about Donald Trump? How many books, close your eyes for a second, not not if you're driving, if you're, if you're (laughs) not if you're driving. Otherwise, close your eyes for a second and see if you can picture all the different book covers that you have seen splashed across uh, the television as they've been advertised uh, in sharing all the dirty little secrets from behind the curtain in the White House. Disclosing all of President Trump's shortcomings. Listen, you and I. You, you and I know that the president has shortcomings. Set aside whether or not you agree with him politically, he, he's, an, he, he's a different type of guy. We've never seen a president like this. We have never seen one with his temperament. We have never seen one uh, with uh, his uh, approach to communication. All right? And I could go on, and I could speak in stronger terms. There's much about the president that disturbs me. And that leads me to lack a little bit of confidence. In some cases, to lack a lot of confidence, maybe any confidence at all. But you can't do the right thing the wrong way. That's a phrase I share on this program uh, often. It's a principle my, my dad taught me. You can't do the right thing the wrong way. If highlighting the president's shortcomings is uh, what you, something you feel is right, Uh, You must do that the right way. You need to be effective about it. You need to uh, maybe influence himself, uh, influence those with whom he uh, relies or upon whom he relies. These books, though, these books, man, most recently, John Bolton. Former National Security Advisor to President Trump, he served from April of 2018 until September of 2019. Currently serving in this position is Robert O'Brien. And John Bolton's history is an interesting one. You know he, before serving uh, the President as National Security Advisor, uh, for about a year he served as the U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations. And going back even further in time, he has occupied a number of positions serving a number of different Republican presidents reaching all the way back to the years of President Ronald Reagan, where Bolton served as assistant administrator of USAID for program and policy coordination, later becoming under Reagan uh, an assistant attorney general in various different positions. You know, he also served as Mitt Romney's foreign policy advisor. When Mitt Romney ran for president in 2012, John Bolton was serving as uh, candidate Romney's then foreign policy advisor. John Bolton has been around. And if I'm honest, I've liked him. Yeah, past tense. I've liked John Bolton. I have very much admired his approach to politics. You know, many call him a hawk, that he's hawkish. (laughs) I think in in many instances, an attitude like that to foreign policy can be a very strong one. And of great benefit to this nation. Well, he served for some time in the Trump White House. He's gone now, and he's got a book, and on Sunday, he granted an hour-long interview with Martha Raddatz on ABC News. In just a moment, I am going to share with you some of the excerpts from that interview. Where you will hear Bolton and Raddatz going back and forth, but before I do, I want to share with you a little exercise I did here this morning. I have in front of me, I have the entire transcript of this ABC News interview between Martha Raddatz and John Bolton. I have every single word uttered during that hour. I've read it. I've watched the interview myself. I have become well familiar uh, with the point that uh, Mr. Bolton would like to make, and it is simply uh, that Donald Trump doesn't do his homework and that he is in it for himself only. Now, if I'm honest, we may have presumed that much. You know, there may be some other evidences of that. We're going to save that debate for another day. The book, due out tomorrow... it's alleged, to contain all these details and all of these insights and all of these observations made uh, by Mr. Bolton. Is the point to sell a book or is the point to communicate a message? You can't have both, or you shouldn't. I, I believe that this is an effort to sell books. Why? Here's my evidence. I have in front of me the transcript. You ever do uh, control F on your computer? You get a big uh, I don't know, Microsoft Word document or something. You do uh, a Control F. If you're on a Mac, it's Command F. Just so you know. Uh, Command F. Uh, and I'm going to type in the phrase in the book. 34 matches. Over the span of an hour, John Bolton uttered the phrase in the book on 34 occasions. I'll I'll share with you some of those uh, instances. I obviously have conclusions and thoughts of my own in the book. That's the first instance. He wasn't even two minutes into the interview. Next up, well, I describe in the book that what we thought we should get from the Defense Department. Da 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 da. Another Bolton, as I describe in the book. Another Bolton, I quote in the book a speech by Winston Churchill. Next Bolton, now it turned out, and I say in the book, I feel very confident. Next Bolton, I describe in the book we went through a lot of gyrations. Next Bolton, in the book I tell this story. Next Bolton, I describe that in the book. That goes on and on and on and on for 34 instances. ABC News aired an hour-long advertisement for a book to be sold tomorrow. Now, let's look at the substance of the conversation between Bolton and Raddatz here. Bolton says that Trump is singularly focused on his re-election. Are you saying that all decisions the president made were driven by re-election? I didn't see anything where that wasn't the major factor. Now... Raddatz pushed him on that point and they went back and forth, back and forth. And Bolton gave nothing but superficial observations that do not have the ability to be verified. When someone is trying to make a point and they deliver evidences, quote unquote, or they deliver points that are just a little too perfect. And they don't have the ability to be confirmed. You ought to be skeptical. And there's a lot riding on this for Mr. Bolton here tomorrow. a big deal, a big day. The book's out. There's more shared by Bolton in this, press, uh, in this interview with Martha Raddatz. I'll share some more of those uh, later on in the program. I've got to take a break right now. When we come back, though, uh, we're going to shift our attention entirely. There is a heartbreaking reality to come from the temporary suspension of elective procedures. As we uh, started our battle against the coronavirus... Some of those elective procedures are cancer screenings. And some smart folks have done the math and they figured out that those delayed cancer screenings may end up in death. We're going to walk through those numbers and see if we can try to mitigate them next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry and this is KSL News Radio.